0: Good morning. This is Katie Minkus, and I'm the host of Hawaii Life's ProCast, and with me this morning is Beth Holliday, who I believe is a coach extraordinaire. Um, Good morning,
1: Beth. Thank thank you so much for joining us today. Good morning. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about our conversation this morning, and I I wanted to start off with um, a quote, actually, from one of my favorites. So, I went to undergraduate at school. Excuse me, my undergraduate education at UCLA, and you know John Wooden is a legend. Of course, everybody knows. It's quite something to walk into the um, basketball arena there at UCLA, and when you look around and you see all of the national. the national referees had he one and there you know big um flags basically that are they're hanging all around you know national championships this year that year whatever it, it's it's quite a visual sight it's it's really amazing and i think the first time that i saw that i was really blown away and it occurred to me like wow this man is amazing an incredible coach um an incredible human being and then of course over all of these years i've enjoyed you know listening to um and reading his quotes and things like that so what i wanted to start with this morning with you is a quote from john wooden um and i this is super super appropriate for you which is never make excuse me let me start again never mistake activity for achievement
1: <laughs> so yes, I know you're
0: gonna laugh because I think like one of the very first stories you ever told me was about um, your, you know, your philosophy of you know just because you're busy doesn't mean that you're actually productive, and you know that this is something that a lot of agents fall into this trap of I'm so am bu- so busy I'm so busy I'm so busy but are they really doing anything Are they really selling anything Are they really you know helping any any clients any customers. Are they getting anything done? And I love that you always put this in the context of you go to Costco and, you know, Costco is where we run into everybody here in Hawaii, of course. And so you run into an agent in Costco and you ask them, you know, how are you doing? And they say, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. And then when you press further and say, well, how many extras do you have? You know, mm, none. You know, how many sellers do you have? Uh, none. And um, it's just a funny thing how we can fool ourselves into thinking that all this busyness is is actually getting something done. So I love that John Wooden said this. It's such a great, like, tie-in for me. You know, never mistake activity for achievement. So thank you for always bringing up that example. I love that.
1: I I tell people that a lot.
0: Um, And I think it's really one of the cornerstones maybe for your
1: philosophy in how you coach. It is, and I I totally agree that we have too much glorification of busy going on these days. It seems like realtors uh, think that if you're busy, that that means that you're good at your job, when in reality, if you're not focused on the right things, then you're not good at your job. You have a license, but you're not actually working. One of my favorite things to tell realtors is that every day you wake up unemployed, you have no job. Your job is to go out and find buyers and sellers every single day. If you don't do that, then you don't have work. That's so true. That's
0: so true. And it's for a lot of people too. I mean, I think they come into this industry from, you know, previous careers and, you know, even from corporate America and, and they don't quite understand maybe that you, this is the type of career where you have to get up every day and go to work. And in this business, that means you've got to go out and, and you know, hunt. You've got to go get some clients. You have to make some happen for yourself.
1: You can't just go to the beach. Yeah, for sure. Part of of the challenges are most of us come from another industry where we have a, quote, job description and activities that we need to do every day, things that we must perform, and we have a boss or a manager who holds us accountable to getting those things done in exchange for a paycheck. The challenge we have when we all go into real estate is it's you know the kind of career where you're on your own. So the great thing about it is you're on your own. And the bad thing about it is you're on your own. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. And although those people have brokers, you know, managing brokers and principal brokers and people who are looking over their paperwork and, you know, giving them a tip or two and, and theoretically responsible for training, it's not exactly the same thing as having a job description and, and having somebody who is accountable for the tasks that you do every day to get your job done. And I think that is a is really great lead-in to, you know, why why coaching? I mean, it, it's obvious to me that when you don't have somebody a manager that's looking over your shoulder every day. Um, you know, who do you turn to for that accountability? And, you know, you know how I feel about this. I think coaching has been, you know, a lifeblood for us. It's been incredible. And we can talk about that a little bit, but, um, you know, to have somebody who's looking over your shoulder and and holding you accountable for the work that you're doing, because we're just not set up as an industry, you know, with that kind of structure. Do you find that most people who come to you for coaching, is that what they're looking for?
1: Usually, I mean, I think a lot of agents have an adversity to accountability. Um, Somewhere along the line, accountability became a a dirty word. Mm. We don't want to be accountable or we view accountability as someone telling us we're wrong or we're not doing things right. So a lot of agents will shy away from the accountability factor because they have a flawed definition of what accountability means. When, when you're talking got about got coaching, you know, the definition that I use of coaching is, you know, it's a meaningful, accountable relationship. It's a safe relationship. And it's created by having routine, one-on-one conversations about you, the coachee, and your full experience in your work mm-hmm. and the power of possibility that's available to you to be the best that you can be. You know, we're looking at not just the skill set, you know and boosting your performance we're, we're looking to deal at issues and challenges before they become major problems hmm. so having someone to bounce ideas off of and someone who can help guide you down the path makes your job a lot easier and to me i like to call coaching collaborative coaching because we're working together as a team in your benefit Wow, that's such a great way to put it, collaborative coaching.
0: I really like that a lot. (laughs) That's really great. And I feel like that's what you and I have actually created. I I spent a little bit of time this morning thinking about our relationship, and I think that we probably started, I started coaching with you maybe 2010. So a rough calculation brings me to that we've probably been on the phone 150-ish times together (laughs) for coaching. Easily, easily. (laughs) And it is really – it's It's astounding, actually when i when I think back to it, you know, um six years, all of those coaching sessions, um and we have really formed quite a relationship. and um, you know, for me, it's been a lifesaver in so many ways. It's been a career saver. um, it's been a source of inspiration. And as you mentioned at the very beginning, a, a safe place somewhere where I've always felt like I can, tell you what's really on my mind, what's really frustrating me. I'm having an issue with this person or this process and um, you're able to hear me and I'm not blowing up, you know, the rest of the company because I'm upset about something, um, where you and I can have a great conversation and and you have helped me see a lot of things over the years, um, which have just been absolutely invaluable for me. I, I I have always thought of it sort of as like somebody who helps you see the forest for the trees. You know, when you're in the middle of your job and in the middle of your day and in this business and in this industry, it's, you know, most of the time super reactive. There's not a lot of time for reflection unless you really carve that time out. And so to have had all of that, those hours with you, hours and hours, hundreds of hours with you to to uh, to gain that perspective, that forest for the trees um, has really been an incredible gift. So so thank you for that. I really appreciate that. It's
1: been amazing. Um, and well, you so know, it's my passion. It's my passion I and my joy.
0: Well, I was just going to ask you, you know, what, what, why do you do this? What, you know, what's in it for you and sort of what qualifies you to be a coach? It it seems a little nebulous, I, I think to most people it's, you know, they understand John Wooden, a coach, you know, for a sports team, but when it comes into coaching in your career, like, Hmm, what makes this person, you know, um, qualified to, to help me out. And, and obviously it's your passion and, and what's in it for you? What do you get out of it?
1: Well, I think one of the things that qualifies me with some letters, you know, in real estate, we have designations for showing that we've gone above and beyond, you know, the basic licensing law. One of the things that I pursued was I have taken the time to become a registered corporate coach and I'm affiliated with the World Association of Business Coaches. So that to me helped me become a better coach. I think a lot of people get into coaching because they have good experience they have uh knowledge and are in depth in a specific industry and although all of that really helps i believe that learning the skill set to be a coach is critical as well for me for sure for me coaching i thrive on succeeding through others that is my mission if I can change this industry one person at a time, that's what I intend to do. It's a, um, helping people pursue their individual greatness is very mm. critical. There aren't very many people in this world that will help you pursue your individual greatness to help you be the best that you can be. It's the experience of helping people thrive and, and to help them design a business that resonates with their strengths and their lifestyle. We need to focus on our strengths in this industry or in any industry, actually, because that's where the most joy is. That's where you are the happiest if you're doing things that you're good at doing. And, you know, we want to make sure that everybody is doing the, the fun things and either hiring or delegating the things that they're not good at to another person. So that everybody can be operating at their optimal strength. That's so
0: great. And it it is so true. And I think one of the um you know, the biggest gifts that you've given to Hawaii Life has been the use of the disk. Um and I'll let you describe in detail exactly what that is because my description is very vague. However, <laughs> um it's been a it's been a great tool for us and and it goes to what you're talking about. It's uncovering um, you know, what the best behaviors, the the highest skill set in people, and then helping them see that, you know, this is a very complicated job to be a real estate agent or a broker. Um, it, it's their own, they're running their own businesses and that, that's everything. That's the accounting that's dealing with, you know, paperwork that's dealing with administrative stuff and then the sales stuff and the prospecting and the negotiating and the closing and all of that. And not everybody in the world has every, and certainly not every realtor, they don't have every skill to do each one of those jobs, you know, perfectly. And so talk to me a little bit about the disc and, um, you know, how that helps people be able to, you know, figure out what should I hire out or should I maybe create a team? We've talked about teams a little bit, you know. So what, what does that look like using the disk? And, and maybe you can just say a little bit more about that. Well, one of the things
1: that I, I love about the disk, I know that I have uh, shared with many people specifically in my life about my experience. You know, I was the human resources manager at Hewlett Packard Company, and it was during a time when women were not in executive positions. And I was the only female on the executive floor at Hewlett-Packard at that time. Wow. So my, my competition my competition was every man in in the company. We were not as good. We had to work twice as hard. We had to produce twice as much to be paid half as much. And at that point in time in my life, I was really wanting to have a career in corporate America. So I was oftentimes um, very negligent in how I treated people because I was so focused on the task. One day I was walking down the hallway and there was a group of people, uh, some clerical people, some administrative people, and I heard them mention my name. So automatically my ears popped up, you know, and I'm like, oh, they're talking about me. How wonderful. And I heard them call me Machete Tongue. And I was... <laughs> I was devastated. Sorry, I hate to laugh at your devastation. It's just
0: funny. (laughs) I heard them
1: call me machete tongue and I was devastated. That wasn't the person that I wanted to be. That wasn't the outward description of myself that I wanted people to see in me. And it made me stop in my tracks and take a look at myself and how I was behaving and what I was doing. And as I looked, at my behavior i was pretty much you know running over people talking over people you know damaging people to achieve what i thought i was supposed to achieve and at that moment in time i realized i had it all wrong so that's when i started working with the disc because i didn't want to be a machete hunter and i didn't know how to do the job that i had to do and not behave in the way i was behaving so I started learning and studying the DISC and it changed everything for me. It, it changed my whole life in many, many ways. You know, if, if I could say to you, if you would learn one system that'll improve all of your relationships and your communication skills with everyone in your life, would you learn it? And most people would say, sure, yes, I would learn it. Well, that's what the DISC is. The DISC is not only for real estate, it's for every part of your life. It's a simple personal assessment tool that is used to improve your work productivity, your teamwork, your communication. It talks about dominance. There are four different styles, dominance, influence, steadiness, and conscientiousness. And we all have a set of skills that are dominant for us. So, the disc is a non judgmental way to understand yourself and other people. And it is that magic bullet to improving your communication and all of your relationships. It's something that once you learn it and apply it, it will change everything for you.
0: I love that so much. You know, I, uh, I'm going to bring up an example. Not too long ago, I called you. Um, so, on the disc, I am a high I and D. And I was having difficulty communicating well and effectively with somebody who is a high C conscientiousness. And I called you and I said, hey, can you just give me some like advice, some insight? Like how what do I have to do? Like what can I literally what can I say? Give me some scripts. Like where do I have to go to to have a better communication with this person, have a better relationship, um, be able to, you know, exert my high I influence. Um And it was so great to know that, you know, I sort of had you in my back pocket, that I could call you and ask you and you gave me some such great advice and really simple. It wasn't complicated. And I don't want to go into it because I don't want to give anything away um, with, you
1: know, the the
0: who of all of this. But um, it was so it was so simple and yet so effective. It was really amazing when I changed the way that I looked at it, <laughs> the things
1: I looked my at My favorite changed. quote. My favorite quote, change <laughs> the way you look at things and the things you look at change. It's perspective. Exactly. I, it seems like sometimes we all want people to be exactly like us. And so we think that, you know, this is the way I like to be communicated with, so let me communicate that way with the other person. And that is so not true. You know, we need to be able to take a look at who we are, how we behave, how we talk, how we move, how we move through life, and how does what we do affect someone else who is different from us. Mm -hmm. And that's the challenge for someone like you who is a high I. When you're working with someone who's a high C, you guys are polar opposites. So there needs to be some some changes. And the beauty of the disc is the fact that it's non-judgmental. The disc Shows you that everyone is valuable. You know, when I walk into a corporation and, you know, I'm doing disc training inside a company, after they take their assessments, the first thing I do is pull a group report and see if they have a sufficient number of people in the D, the I, the S, and the C. We need everyone in a company to be successful. So there's no judgment. It's all about, we all need each other to succeed. How do we best communicate with one another to make this a great relationship?
0: Yeah, I love that. That's that's so 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 true. Absolutely. And um, so, can I can I do a little plug here for you for your CE class? I let me just oh, interrupt absolutely. for one second since we're talking about the disc. Do you
1: have more okay. disc CE classes coming up this um, the rest of this year? Unfortunately, I do not. I just finished I the last one the other day. No, I do not. I, I will be having more next year. And actually, I'm working on an additional piece to go with the DISC to help people actually improve, improve their skills. in so oh, that's great. The disc. So next year, you'll be seeing another CE class coming out that is more about the application so we can sharpen people's skills and help them be better at what they do and better at their communication. Well, that's awesome.
0: I'm, I'm really, really glad to hear that. You guys, you heard it here first. And for all of you who are out there listening,
1: who have not yet
0: taken um, Best Disc Class, um, it's absolutely worth every penny and every, you know, minute. Um, I was so um, very, very well surprised at the end of the one that I did. Where there was a, a bunch of Hawaii Life agents in there and the conversations that ensued afterwards. they It's just so insightful. They really got it. And I think going back to what you said about the silver bullet, I mean, if there's a silver bullet in this industry for agents, I would agree with you that the disc is it because what I think a lot of them wound up realizing, you know, I'm in quote unquote management or leadership if you want to call it that, so I use it in a different way. But for agents who are out there selling, just to have a basic understanding um, of the disc and how you might apply it to the person who's sitting next to you at the bar or at the, you know, waiting for a plane, which happens to me all the time.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: um, to, to watch these agents come out of that class and have an understanding of like, oh, now I understand that client. You know, I'm an I and they're a C. No wonder I was having troubles, you know, communicating with them or no wonder our escrow was so tumultuous, you know. And for them to be able to understand that with a couple of just simple simple things, you can change that communication, you can change that relationship and put it on its head and that can be one of your best clients and your best transactions ever. Um, but just that simple, like sitting next to somebody at the airport in a five-minute conversation and you promised me that I would do this and I, and I now can, so thank you, but I say mm-hmm. within five to seven minutes in talking to somebody, I can get enough clues about um, what their disk most likely is so that I can start changing my communication with that person so that we can have a better connection. Um, And I think that that's sort of the silver bullet here, you know, and a lot of agents get stuck in the like, it's all about me thing. And when you can stop thinking that this, you know, business is all about you and realize it's about the clients and really get into that heart space of wanting to serve them. And then you put this disc uh, overlay on top of that. I mean, wow, what a gift to give to the clients in your life that you're yeah, willing to, to the change other the agents. way that you communicate and to the other agents. Exactly, exactly.
1: It's really, really awesome. Yeah. When you're um, working with another agent on the other side, understanding how they work in addition to your client you know, can make for a smoother transaction all the way around. Exactly, the, I, that's exactly I right. Amazing, I got an amazing testimonial from uh, someone who took the class that's a realtor, and she said, I used to lose clients by being me. Now I keep all my clients by being the me they need me to be. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. And that's really great. It is that when you give people what they need, your relationships are better. And this class is simply about learning how you sell, learning your strengths, learning your weaknesses, you know, getting a good understanding about yourself and then learning about other people and how they function, and then learning how to adapt your style to theirs. And it's something that you'll use with your children, your spouses, everyone that you meet. It's an incredible tool, and it is the magic bullet, like you said. I love that. And
0: let, let's tr- segue a little bit into you know, how does the DISC help us um, with teams? So I know you know a lot about teams, and we absolutely believe in teams at Hawaii Life. And we have a whole bunch of different kinds that are all structured in different ways. And, And really, to some degree, Hawaii Life is set up as a big team, right? So, you know, we offer services like transaction management and listing services and other things for the agents that are let's call it more administrative so that they don't have to hire somebody on their team necessarily to do that work for them. So, you know, to some degree Hawaii life is really set up like that. You know, we have an entire marketing department, dedicated to, you know, the agent's marketing so they don't have to hire somebody else to do that. Um how how do what's the best way to use the disc in terms of, you know, creating a team? Let's say you're you're starting one or you're in a small one or you just have this idea like I want to run a run a team. Like how can somebody use the disc
1: to to help them with teams? Okay. Well, you know, I think some of the things that are really important is we have to take a look at our industry and in years past our industry has been a single agent has been the key player but now the industry is moving and changing so quickly that the individual agent concept is fading and it's fading very quickly there's not Mm -hmm. enough hours in the day to look at an organization chart for your typical realtor who is the owner of the business the ceo the cfo the sales manager the marketing director You know the person who's interacting in customer service and that's the way it used to be because we did not have technology that moved the industry so quickly so what's happening now is teams are becoming more viable with productive agents because the productive agents are realizing that they can't do everything themselves um hawaii life agents are fortunate in that there are so many support systems within the company but even with those support systems, if you're talking about major production, it's very difficult to do everything yourself. And one of the reasons why is only 2% of the population is good at everything. And it's been- <laughs> wow. 2%, that's it, 2%. Two. So, you know, when you think about your little kid and your parents said, hey, you need to get all A's, you know, really only 2% of the population is capable of functioning at that high a level. So when we look at our businesses, it's important to know what your strengths are so that you can hire to your weaknesses. What we have a tendency to do is hire people who are exactly like us. And then when it comes time to do the tasks that neither of us like, then they don't get done. So, you know, with the DISC, you can develop your business strategy around your strengths and someone else's strengths. Put those two people together and you have one of those people in the top two percent. You want to hire your team or someone who has different strengths than you, and then everyone is happier doing the part of the job where they excel, and truly enjoying what you do is one of the major factors of success.
0: Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree with that more. It's why I always ask people, first thing out of my mouth is, what do you like to do? (laughs) Because. You're probably going to be really great at the stuff that you like to do. So in other words, if if I was um, on a team, I'm an ID, and let's say um, somebody came to me and said, Katie, I, I want to form a team with you. And I said, okay, great. And I'm an ID, and let's say they are a DC. Um, so we're missing an S, right? So what you're saying is we would want to consciously be on the lookout for either people or systems that we can pay for or put in place to do those S-related skills, those S-related tasks, instead of Absolutely. trying to do them ourselves. Okay, got Absolutely. it. As a, it doesn't okay. mean that
1: you can't do them. It means that you are capable of doing all of those things. But do you want to do those things? And if you don't want to do them, then you have a tendency to procrastinate, and then they don't get done, and then you sabotage your business. So the philosophy of the DISC is let everybody thrive in their Successes, let everybody, you know, let everybody thrive in their strengths. Let's look at our challenges and how can we leverage those challenges into ways that will help you in your business? Ah, uh, aha. Uh-huh. Mm hmm.
0: Um, okay, so <laughs> that that's a lot, I think. I mean, I think that may, perhaps some um, people listening to this podcast have not really heard anyone say that before, um, and that <laughs> there probably still are a lot of agents out there who are doing the, you know, I'm going to do this on myself type of thing. And, of course, a lot of people have the chicken and the egg thing, right, where, you know, you, yeah. you've got to get to a place of production before you really feel like you can, you know, share or um, but I, I, I really like that. I mean, I think that the most, um, successful people really are doing exactly that. They're doing, you know, exactly what is sort of their highest and best use of their skill set. And they're accounting on other people who have different skill sets to do the, the rest of it for them, you know? Um, exactly. and that's really beautiful. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Got it. So, um, let's talk a little bit, um, more about coaching. So, um, let's talk about coaching from an agent perspective. So, you know, uh, we could talk forever about, you know, how you've helped the company and the things that you've done. And, you know, obviously (laughs) you were on stage at workshop last year, we had a great coaching panel. I thought that was, that was really a lot of fun. And, And I think the agents really got a lot out of it, everyone in the audience. But, um, one of the things that we brought up was that, you know, in your coaching with Hawaii Life and your individual coaching with Matt and I, there was a point, you know, somewhere in the first couple of years where Matt and I were literally fighting like brother and sister. And we that got to very the point true. where... <laughs> we were really fighting. And, and I I look back now and I I laugh a little bit because I can't even imagine being that person anymore, but that was, it was the time and it was, you know, we were a startup and there was a lot going on and I'm going to give myself a break for all of that, you know? Um, But you were so instrumental in helping us with a very, very simple tool, the the simple tool of the safe word. So um, everybody who's listening understands what Beth did was she encouraged us to come up with a you know, non-triggering word, and I believe our word was space balls, a, a movie that both Absolutely. Matt and I thought was funny, and that we both had the, um, the authority, if you want to call it that, to in the middle of a discussion or an argument or wherever we were, if we just weren't really even able to talk about something at the time, that we could say space balls, and then our agreement was that we would get off the phone or walk away from each other and not talk until the next day. And it's such a simple tool. I think we only used it, I mean, under under a handful of times, um, and it hasn't been years since we've needed to, although we joke about it now, of course. Um, but it was such a simple, simple tool. Um, so that's a, a leadership and a management thing, although I could see where something like that might work really well, maybe in a personal relationship with a spouse or even a child, Um you know, these tools don't necessarily have to be, you know, just focused on business. Um, but that was such a great, you know, tool. It, it helped us so much. We were able to gain perspective and really move. Both Matt and I have moved, you know, way beyond that. I, I hope you think that at least. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> um,
1: we all get trapped in our habits, what we've done forever. And just giving both of you permission and a word that you could say, stopped all the behavior that you didn't want to continue having and that's what coaches do you know you get your full experience by learning not just to do what you've always done but to do something different and and the skill set for doing something different right so, do you do you use similar
0: sorts of, um, you know, tools? Do you give similar sorts of tools to agents? So, let's talk about a specific, like, agent experience, you know. So, an agent comes to you and, and they want coaching, let's say, because they want to raise their average price point of the properties that they're selling. Do you have, you know, specific tools, like simple tools like that, that you're coaching them on? Or what what does that look like? I mean, I don't want you to give away all your secrets, of course, <laughs> but... Talk to me a little bit about that so that people listening will have an idea of like, oh, I do want to raise my price point, And wait, I could talk to somebody for 45 minutes every other week and that could actually help. I mean, I know my answer is yes, but can you explain a little bit more of, like why? Are there tools that you're giving them like that? Um, well, is it just a lot lot of talking pain, about it? A
1: lot of, you know, what? what is the reality of your business today? And then we want to take a look at well, uh-huh. where is it that you want to go? Where are you trying to get to? What price point? Uh-huh. What market? and then determine a prioritized plan on how to get there it's one thing at a time you know this business i call it the million piece management business because everything's coming at you all the time and it's hard to maintain or to even think about a way to changing what you can do it seems like oh my gosh i'm so busy absolutely we're in that busy space that we can't i can't change anything because i'm too busy When the reality of it is, if you're clear about where you're going, and you have a prioritized plan, you can get there. And, you know, there are many agents that I've worked with that started out with low price points, and are doing extremely well right now. So, you know, it's a matter of being able to change your focus and to have someone help you move through the myriad of the million pieces to get you where you need to go. And also being able to Um, You know, track your success. How do you know that you're doing well if you're not taking a look at your numbers? And that's one of the biggest challenges that I find with real estate agents is they don't track. They don't know where their business is coming from. They don't know what mailing campaign worked. They don't know um, where they're headed. They're just out there in a reactionary mode instead of in a planning mode. One of the big pieces of this business is your unconscious mind. We have a part of our brain called our reticular activation system. And when you're clear about where you're going, the reticular activation system shows you opportunities that you would not have seen otherwise. My number one example is, you know, you go to buy a new car and you've been thinking about a car and you finally decide you're going to buy this, you know, Lexus, let's say. As soon as you decide that that's the car you want, what happens is you see Lexus driving all around. You see this car everywhere, and you never, ever saw it before. And that's your reticular activation system bringing it up and saying, hey, do you like me from the front? Do you like me from the side? Do you like me from the back? Do you like red? Do you like blue? Do you like silver? Your reticular activation system brings things to you to show you what you need to see. If you're not clear about where you're going, your reticular activation system is not enabled. So having a plan of here's where I am, here's where I want to go, and here are the steps that I'm going to focus on in between allows your reticular activation system to bring you opportunities and to show you threats that you would not have seen had you not been clear about the intention of buying Alexis. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So your role is, is really, I shouldn't say really, but part of your role then is to, what I was saying, the see the forest for the trees. You're helping them get clear on being able to see those things, clear on how to get organized about those things so that their reticular activation system will kick in. And then they're thinking, oh, wait, I uh, wanted to bring up my price point. Why am I taking this $20,000 lot listing in Puna? Or Correct.
1: something along those lines. Exactly. And what we're, what we're doing is, If that, you know, we get confused by the fact that I've always done this low, this price point and it's easy for me and I have it wired. It's taking that next step to get where you want to go. And it doesn't mean that you have to let go of everything you've been doing. It means you need to make different choices about how your business will move forward. And when you let go of things that are not serving you and your goal of a higher price point, you make room for other things to come in at a higher price point. Right,
0: right. For me, I, I think in, in my role, um, you've been, you know, incredibly helpful for me with that idea. I mean, it, it, this is along the idea that you used to say to me all the time, you have to give up, uh, what is it, you have to give up to go up, right? Give up to go up, um, exactly. <laughs> so it, there's a little parallel there. You know, you've got to give up to go up. And, and I guess the thing about coaching, too, is that you have to be willing to maybe face some fears that you didn't know that you had and willing to take some action to have things be differently different in your life. Um, are you, do you are, are you also providing for people maybe a safe place to try those out and it, it scripts or the ability for somebody to go try something new and come back to you and be like, oh, my gosh, Beth, I totally blew it here. What would you have
1: said in, instead? Is that part of the process as well? Well, part of the yeah the part the process is you determine what you want to do my job is to guide you with your collaboration to get to where you want to go and uh, sometimes it, it is go try this and come back and debrief with me and let's see what went right let's see what we could have done better so that we could perfect the scripts the dialogues the behaviors that we're displaying with clients. So that we can be more successful. Got it.
0: Well, you know, we're a little bit past our time today, and I and I wanted to make sure that we, you know, got to as much meat and depth as as we could. Do you, uh, you know, before we sign off, I've got a, a a little thing to say here at the end to wrap it up. But do you have anything else you would like to us to know? The the people who are listening, you know, anything else about coaching?
1: You know, maybe a success story or
0: why I don't know something.
1: <laughs> well, one of one like of my say? favorite. And one of my favorite things is the Harvard study on accountability. And Harvard says, if you hear an idea, you have a 10% likelihood of completing it. If you consciously decide to adopt it, you have a 25% chance of completion. If you decide you're going to do it and when you'll do it, you have a 40% chance of completion. If you plan on how you'll do it, you have a 50% chance. If you commit to someone else, you'll do it. You have a 65% chance of completing. However, it's a 95% chance of completion if you have a specific accountability appointment with a person to whom you've committed, which is your coach. We will do I love more that for someone else than we will ever do for ourselves. And that's what accountability is. Accountability is allowing you to do what you need to do because someone else is expecting it of you and you've made a commitment to doing it it 's not a, a beat you up abusive relationship it 's a support relationship where you succeed. Well, I
0: appreciate that so much. I mean, just back to our you know the original conversation about that this is so necessary, I think for so many people in this industry because that's not built into the structure of real estate and and we are all out there as independent um, contractors and we are running our own businesses and um, it's really easy to not be accountable to anybody but yourself, and um, this is why, to me, you
1: know, coaching is
0: absolutely the key to success. I mean, you said it right there. What, what was that percentage? Ninety-five percent.
1: Ninety-five percent. If you if you actually have a specific accountability appointment, you know, with someone that you have committed to doing it, which is generally your coach. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's amazing.
0: I mean, if everybody doesn't run and and sign up any kind of coach, I mean, obviously you're available and they can call you, but whoever it is, I don't care. You know, Matt talks a lot about that. He's got a personal trainer and how but much of a difference that has made for him um, and in his life over all of these years. So whatever kind of coach it is out there, I I hope that you all um, run immediately to go hire somebody because how do you argue with 95%? You know, that's, that's amazing.
1: That's That's a tough one. That's like
0: almost guaranteed success. (laughs) Well,
1: you get what you focus on, so you may as well get what you want. You know, you you focus on something, you're going to get it. So be clear, be clear about what you want and focus on it and get it. I love that. So
0: I'm I'm going to end this today, Beth, with one more quote from John Wooden, who I love so much. Um, It just sounded so much like something you would say. So this may be something that you'll take under your wing and and start using yourself. But um, he said, things turn out the best for the people who make the best out of the way things turn out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll read that again for you. Things turn out for the best for the people who make the best out of the way things turn out. I thought you might really enjoy that.
1: That's beautiful. That's very, very true.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really, really appreciate it. This was um, enlightening. And um, again, I appreciate so much personally, you know, what you've done for me and for Hawaii Life and for uh, you've been such a huge contributor to our success. I mean, that 95% that's so true. I mean, it, not, 100% true right there for me. So thank you. I really, I can't overestimate how um, important you have personally been for me. And um, I just really, am eternally grateful.
1: Oh, thank you so much. It's been my pleasure. And you know what, when you succeed, I succeed. So that's my I, I motto. love it.
0: We're together right on. <laughs> Thanks, Beth. You have a wonderful day. Thank
1: you. You too. Aloha. Okay.